Hey, Podscanators. This is Studio Steve, and I wanted to pop in before this great episode that Veronica put together for you with a couple of updates. Cue the update music. You may have noticed that our regular podcast episodes have been a bit sporadic as of late. We've decided to rethink our regular content. However, we're always there each Wednesday for Pod Bits. I also wanted to take a second and thank you so much for tuning in on the regular. Or if this is your first time, welcome you to the Pod Sounds Cool podcast. I know these are some crazy times and we are sending you all our best and a ton of good vibes. There is so much uncertainty out there, but I think we can be certain that podcasting remains an amazing way to stay connected remotely. Now more than ever is a time when podcasting has the potential to really take off. So if you haven't started your podcast yet, right now is the best possible time to do it. 2020 will definitely be a year to remember, and not just because of the circumstances, but also because this is the year that you launched your podcast. I have been so lucky to fall into the podcasting world and even luckier to have partnered up with Veronica. She is an incredible person to collaborate and work with. Her strong educational and legal background and her diverse life experiences bring a professionalism and a style to our business that is really just a blast. And since we started the Pod Sound School, she is constantly and obsessively pouring herself into new studies, new courses, new projects, learning new apps. And although it's hard to keep up with sometimes, I'm always up for the challenge. Anyhow, so today she's got a great episode about doing market research for your podcast. But before we jump into it, I'm also happy to announce that on May 1st, classes begin and our Smart and Sexy Podcast Launch online course will be live. We're finalizing the specifics of the course now, and in two weeks, it will open up for pre-sale. This is our first official online course, and we are crazy excited about it. It's an intensive six-week course that guides students through the process of creating a classy and professional podcast that will stand out and be sustainable. And because it's our first course, we're limiting the number of students. So if you want to reserve your spot, you can sign up for the waiting list. There's no obligation, just your email so we can let you know when it's live. You can find that at podcastingsmart.com. Okay, enough from me. Here's the episode. Would you launch a product, service, or a business without knowing if there's a demand for it? Would you invest time and money blindly in a project without knowing if there will be a return in your investment? No, right? On today's episode, I will convince you of the importance of doing market research before even settling in with your podcast idea, and I will share my favorite tools to start your research. Starting a podcast is such an exciting journey that sometimes we forget the importance of taking the time to do research and evaluate whether there is an audience for our shows. I get it. Some of us get into podcasting to create a community around our shows and to connect with other people. But wouldn't it be great to validate our idea before putting time, money, and effort into producing a show that will not live up to our expectations? Or even worse, create a show that will not grow and ultimately will pod fade? So if you're ready, let's dive into these three fun and easy steps of doing market research for your show. You may want to stay until the end because number three is the step we've gotten more results from. Okay, let's get to it. 
Before we get into the steps of how I do market research for my clients, let's talk a little bit about the importance of doing market research before we launch our podcast. Taking the time to do market research has numerous benefits. Among those are finding your ideal listener and planning and creating content they really need and like, crafting promotion and marketing strategies that will give you faster results, setting up goals and expectations regarding the growth of your audience and the ability to start monetizing your show, and avoiding pod fading and staying in the podcast industry for a long time. At the time I'm doing this video, there are a little over 900,000 podcasts on Apple Podcasts, an estimated 60% of those shows are not releasing new episodes or have pod faded. If done well, the results of your research can reveal a lot of valuable information such as where to find your ideal listener, what kind of content they are interested in, whether they're podcast listeners or not, what kind of show format they tend to enjoy the most, do they like long or short episodes, what are some of the things that they value the most in a podcast, what kind of music they like the most, all this information will help you not only with creating and planning content, but also with developing a strong brand strategy for your podcast. By learning your ideal listener social media platform of choice, you can narrow down your social media promotion, saving you time and giving you the most results, instead of wasting time promoting in places where your audience is not hanging out at. Okay, so now that we agree market research is a must, here are the steps I take with my clients. Step one, competitor research. Doing competitor research will provide you with a closer look into other shows within the same category or shows that share the same niche audience. You can gather information about their popularity, the quality of their content, and their production value, and also how big their audiences are. But don't just stop there. Look at reviews and ratings, find the shows on social media, and get familiar with their audience. Doing competitor research is easy. You just have to go to the main podcast players and start browsing within the categories that apply to your podcast. I also use Podchaser. Podchaser is a podcast database that compiles information from thousands of podcasts. I also run Google searches looking for similar podcasts. Google is optimizing its algorithm to make podcasts more discoverable and accessible. A simple Google search may reveal other podcasts within your niche. At the end of your competitor research, you will be able to identify those things that will set you apart from other shows or whether you need to niche down or fine-tune your idea. Doing competitor research will also help you discover if there are other shows with the same name or similar names as the name you have in mind for your podcast. This is important because having the same or similar name as other podcasts can cause you problems down the road with discoverability and trademark issues. Doing research to find other podcasts in your niche will give you a good idea of how big your audience can be or whether or not you should niche down to avoid competing with big shows. Fun, right? Set a deadline for your competitor research and avoid going down the rabbit hole and spending too much time on this stage. Also, do not get discouraged and do not negatively compare yourself or your show with other shows. Take this opportunity to strategize your branding and see what you can bring to the table that will set you apart from the rest. Step two, keyword research in public forums. Wouldn't it be awesome to know in advance if your show will have an audience and whether or not the subject of your show is in fact something people are researching online? 
This strategy will put you ahead of the game and will give you tons of content ideas for your episodes and a closer look of what people are looking for on the internet. For this stage of the research, I use Answer the Public, Google Trends, and Quora. And the best part is that they're all free. Answer the Public is a keyword and data visualization tool that fetches information from Google and compiles all of the search queries people type into Google. This tool is extremely useful because it gives you a closer look at some of the questions your niche audience is searching on Google. Having this information will show you whether the topic of your show is being searched and what are the exact questions your audience is searching regarding that topic. Moreover, knowing what your audience is asking gives you the opportunity to provide the answers with your podcast. Google Trends is another one of my favorite tools. This tool shows how frequently a term is being searched on Google in a given period of time. It also gives you insights about the geographical location of Google users searching for that term. Geographical information is extremely useful if you're thinking about running Facebook ads for your podcast, connecting with your audience on social media, or putting together events around your show. For example, if you're planning to launch a dating podcast and the results of your search show that the majority of the queries come from West Virginia, South Dakota, and Kansas, those are the regions you could promote your podcast the most. Quora is a question and answer forum where users can either post questions about different subjects or provide answers to questions. Incorporating Quora to your search allows you to see what people need help with or are curious about regarding the subject you're considering for your podcast. The results of your search using these three tools will give you a better idea of who your ideal listener is and what he or she needs help with the most. I'm going to be covering market and competitor research more in detail in our course Smart and Sexy podcast launch, along with all of the other steps of creating a professionally sounding, branded and sexy podcast. We're only offering the course to 200 of our podskis, so get on the wait list at podcastingsmart.com. Step three, surveys. Conducting a survey is another tool I use in my market research to completely identify my ideal listener, understand their wants and needs, and to really validate my podcast idea. Surveys are very effective if they're done well and are administered to your ideal listener. Drafting survey questions requires you to be intentional when asking questions. Asking the right questions in surveys in order to generate responses that are unbiased and honest is a science in and of itself. But here are a few pointers. Make sure you let the participants know that the answers are anonymous and that you're not gathering any personal information. This disclaimer will ensure honest and more open answers. Do not ask leading or biased questions. These are questions that include your point of view. For example, vegetables are healthy. Do you use vegetables in your diet? Do not ask compound questions or more than one question at a time. An example of this is which fruit do you think has the highest nutritional value and is the most delicious? Keep your questions short and simple and also use language that your audience uses. Do not use technical jargon or long and hard to understand questions. There are many online services that will help you build and distribute your surveys. However, they can be a little costly. Here's my tip. Build your surveys using Google Forms. You can customize and brand your survey with a banner and choose colors that align with your brand. 
Google Forms have different tools for building your survey. You can include different type of questions in your surveys, like multiple choice, short answer, paragraphs, checkboxes, and dropdowns. After you're done drafting your survey, ask somebody close to you to take it and give you feedback. And there you have it, Podskis. Pretty cool episode, if I do say so myself. Market research is so important, and I wish we would have done a lot more of it before we got started. Again, it's always a pleasure having you stop by and hang out with us here at the Pod Sound School podcast. You can also find us over on YouTube, where we have a lot of fun videos, and we also have a blog. You can check this episode's description for all the links to freebies and fun content. And you can also find the link podcastingsmart.com if you want to sign up for the waiting list for our smart and sexy podcast launch. And until next time, happy casting.